have you been wanting to get into IT but haven't taken the steps to make that transition? Well, today we're looking at what may be stopping you from pursuing your career in IT. So stay tuned and don't forget to click like, subscribe, and that notification bell. Welcome to Debt Free and IT. I'm your host, Mike. This podcast is for anyone who's looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested, I think you come to the right place. Before we get started, I have another listener shout out. So I'd like to congratulate Kobe on landing that computer operator two job. Much success to you and keep us posted with how it's going. And also, if you have a success story and you'd like me to give you a shout out during the recording, you can send it to me via email at debtfreeNIT at gmail.com. Or you can leave it in one of my comments and I'll get it from there. So what's stopping you from pursuing your career in IT? One thing that may be stopping you is the education requirements. So a lot of people seem to think that in order to get into the IT industry, you have to go to school for a long time or you need all these higher degrees. That's really not necessary. It depends on your situation. So one thing I always live by that if you want to be a manager in IT, then you may need to go and get that higher education, such as a bachelor's degree or anything higher. But if you're not concerned with ever being a manager of some sort, and even still, you still can be a manager without that degree, but a lot of times that's what manager roles ask for. But if you're not concerned with any of that, you just want to get in the industry, make decent money, and um, you know support your family, then I've seen people get in with all kinds of backgrounds. So I've seen them get in with no degrees, I seen them get in with no degrees and maybe a certification. Um, I got in with an associate's degree, so two years and a certification. I have seen them get in with just two years and no certification. So all of this is just going to depend on the situation. The main thing is to keep pushing and keep applying to jobs. Uh, I think that's one deciding factor is a lot of people, they apply for a couple of months, and if they don't get a hit, they just automatically assume it ain't going to work out for them and they just stop applying and settle for whatever else that they have going on. So the main thing is to just keep applying. It may take a little while. You know, it took me a couple of years. It, it, so be be ready to uh, to run the marathon. So it's a, it's a marathon, not a race. So that's one thing that's probably holding you back is the educational requirements. So another thing that may be holding you back from pursuing that IT career is lack of a role model. Or in other words, you don't know anyone in the IT industry that you can get feedback from or someone that you can relate to. So pretty much this was me early in my career. So I was always interested in the tech, but I didn't know anyone who I could relate to that worked in the tech. So I'm from a small town. Uh, majority of people, I didn't know no one at the time that was inside the tech field. And even that, around that age, I didn't even know the tech field existed. I just knew that I had a PC and it would break. And they would send a contract guy up to change of CD drives. And I'm, I'm looking at them like, all you're doing is taking this drive out and putting a new one in and it's plugging in. And I would ask her, hey, how much you get paid for that? He'll be like, I think the guy was like uh, 200 or 175. I'm like, huh? So that opened my eyes a little bit to the tech field. But then what really opened it was when I met my brother-in-law. So my brother-in-law, he had been in the IT industry for years. And just seeing him in it made me realize that it was possible. So then later on, like I said, I ended up getting a chance to go to school and I met the guy that's, uh, that uh, was my networking instructor 
that led me to get my CCNA. But my brother-in-law was the first person that I could relate to who was in the IT industry. So pretty much he was like a, a mentor and still is. And when I got into the industry, you hear me say it on uh, some of my earlier episodes that that first job, I wanted to quit. Every weekend, I wanted to quit. I remember, like I said, I, I always related to Jamie Foxx on any given Sunday when he got that quarterback starting position role. So pretty much every, every night I came in, I threw up in the parking lot. I wanted to quit that job bad, but my brother-in-law was the one that kept telling me to hang in there. It's going to get better. Kept hang, hang in there, hang in there. So listening to him, then eventually as I moved up the different positions, I was like, oh, okay, it's way better. So just having someone I could relate to. And then pretty much now every career move, he's been a part of it where he, he doesn't pretty much guide me. No, no way or, or the other way. It's just that someone that, that's in the industry that you can talk to and they kind of know how the industry is because most of the time, if you're trying to bounce your next career move off someone who's not in the industry, they don't understand the inside dealings of the industry. So they're just going to tell you which one makes the most money. Oh, this one makes the most money. Okay. That's where I would go. Where sometimes in IT, that's not necessarily the case because sometimes more money is going to be more headache where you may have, a lower paying position, but in the long run, it's going to pay off to more. So my brother-in-law, he's the guy I bounce all that off of. So just having someone that you can relate to and then, uh, you know, someone that you can bounce ideas and stuff off of, that may be what's holding a lot of people back. And then also, if you don't have anyone you can relate to or anyone to bounce ideas, uh, you have now where technology has came so far you have where you can find your group of people online so you have these online communities uh there's an app i like called meetup where meetup you can pull it up and it shows events for different things in your areas so i have went to uh, a coding event up in up in charlotte that was pretty cool where a lot of times with these events it's a lot of them are free and what it does, it gives you the chance to network with other IT professionals in your area. So you could gain, uh, foster a lot of friendships from doing this. So then you could possibly find a mentor in there. So if you go to a networking event or a cybersecurity event, a lot of times those guys may have been in the industry for years, especially the ones that's holding the event. And eventually what may happen is you could become friends with them and then they could kind of guide you through your career. So having a Lack of a role model or lack of not knowing someone in the industry is what I think holds a lot of people back. So you can do the, the following, the things I just listed. And like I said, hopefully that helps you out. So, so I think that's uh, one thing that holds a lot of people back from pursuing their IT career. If you're finding value in this episode and you're listening via YouTube or your favorite podcast and app, please leave me a review or a comment. If you have a friend who needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. So another thing that may be stopping you from pursuing your IT career is from the outside looking in. You think it's too hard or you fear that you may get into it and fail. So pretty much this was me again early in my career. So when I was in a computer operator, like I said, it took me a while before I moved up positions. Um, like I said, I came in with a CCNA, but I, I was hesitant to move up because I thought I would fail. And I had a fear of not knowing and thinking that I needed to know everything because 
when I was a computer operator, like I said, I worked third shift. So a lot of times if something's going on with the network or something's going on with an application, I had to call and wake up the right people. So it would be some issues like I'll be like, man, I don't know what's going on. I know it's a network issue and I would call the network guy and they would be calm and like they would get it fixed and like, okay, it should be working now. Or either if it's something they couldn't fix, they'll be like, okay, I had to call support and such and such and it'll be looked at tomorrow. But in my eyes, I was thinking that, okay, what if that was me that was being called? So I was like, okay, what happens if I don't know how to fix it? So that was my main concern. What happens if I don't know how to fix it? And I was thinking that I need to know everything. Then years later, once I ended up back in networking, I realized that it wasn't as hard as I made it seem because, you know, I got called sometimes. Sometimes I knew how to fix it. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I had to wait till the next day. Sometimes I had to reach out to another coworker that night and try to fix it. So I realized that one of the main pros with um, in networking at any other uh, department is your team. So a lot of times, as long as you got a good team and everyone works together, everyone works good together, it takes a lot of that load off of you where if you happen to not know something, you may be able to ask a teammate that has that, that done had that situation before. And then, you know, this made it a lot easier to go through, a lot easier to learn because then just like any other job, you get trained on the job. So after a while, where something that looked hard, you start seeing the same issues over and over. So it becomes where, okay, oh, I had this issue last week. I know what's the fix for this. So you start seeing those same issues. Every once in a while, you get a haymaker where it's something that no one has ever seen, but then, you know, you all just tackle it together and try to get it resolved. So this, I think it stunted my really my career because I should have moved up earlier. I didn't because I was had a fear of failing. And I said that, okay, they're going to think I need to know everything, which I didn't know everything. I still don't know everything. But one good thing in the IT industry is if you don't know everything, you need to know how to find the answer. So I got good at knowing how to find the answer, whether that be Google, whether that be another support team or whatever. But just get over that fear of you need to know everything and that fear of failing. You know, a lot of people like to say, get out of your own way. So you need to do that and go ahead and tackle that fear and go ahead and start taking those steps towards your IT career. So the last thing that may be stopping you from pursuing your career in IT is you're comfortable in your current position. So a lot of times we tend to get comfortable at us in certain positions and some people never get out of that where they end up being in that same position for 30 years. Uh, some people break out of it after a couple years and start getting other roles and start moving up within the industry. Uh, it just depends. You know, uh, for me, I was comfortable in a, in one of my positions for a while. And I was like, yo, that's all I need here. I was comfortable at what I was making. Uh, then they got to the point where a light bulb switched, where um, someone, one of my mentors pretty much told me, hey, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So pretty much that's something that stuck with me. It still sticks with me now to where pretty much that made sense to me, where you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So I started putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Uncomfortable situations in the IT industry was, okay, I'm at help desk. Let me go to a desktop role. I'm uncomfortable for a while. 
Then I get comfortable there. I stayed up for a little bit. Then the next thing was, okay, I'm comfortable here. Let me go try networking for a while. I get in networking. I was uncomfortable for probably about six months there, six months, maybe a year or so. And then after a while, no, you get in the groove, your confidence build, you start uh, resolving some issues for people, you know, so you, you get, you start back getting comfortable again. But so sometimes, you know, like I said, it's, you don't want to just bounce around, but you want to pretty much find that role that you like, then try to grow within that role. And then sometimes growing within that role may mean staying at the company or it could mean leaving the company. And, but a lot of people get comfortable with their current position. And then also your circle of friends going to have some input here. So around the time when I started putting myself in uncomfortable situations, a lot of my close circle of friends, I saw them where they would put themselves in uncomfortable situations and move up on the ladder and take on different roles. And, you know, it was hard for them at first Then they get used to it. So I was like, okay, my circle of friends doing it. Let me do it too. I started moving up. Well, okay, it can't, can't be that bad, you know? And like I said, it worked out. So get comfortable being uncomfortable. So that brings me to the end of this episode. Hopefully you found some value in this episode. If you're on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, you can follow me at Debt Free and IT. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at debtfreeandit at gmail.com. Other than that, I'll see you next week. Peace.